this should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Yes, Naya. Nikolaya. <laughs> what are you saying, my brother? What's going on? What's happening, man? Yo, how you been, man? You know yeah, what it is. man. This is this is our third episode in the space of seven days. You know. Yeah, I'm telling you, we've been mad active from week from Sunday to Sunday. It's been a very active week, man. You know? Yeah, man. Them ones, Stem man, there with Greg and Case. We're back again. Nice yeah, of you to yeah. join us for about um, the hundredth time this week. But you know, <laughs> we yeah, do this. Absolutely. Man. Oh Lord Jesus, it's been a mad week. I don't understand what is going on in this country, bro. Bro, it's been an absolute mad week. I'm telling you, but you know what? It hasn't all been bad. It's been some exciting. I don't know if you caught the. Uh, everyone was getting crazy last night about the beanie man and bounty killer. Soundcloud. I've not seen the whole thing. I've seen snippets. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me tell you something. Bounty killers are vampire, bro. This guy has not aged. It's that sun in it. <laughs> it's that sun, bro. Fun. The man has not aged, bro. He's not Be- Beanie Man's an OG. You can see that he's an OG. He used to bro. be the skinniest man on road, not anymore. Nah, he's meated up now. But the thing is, with Bounty Killer, he's he come with the the fashion, you know, the Fendi jacket and whatever. But he's rocking the old school braids, you know, the ones that go back and then you got plaques behind it. Damn ones. Telling you, and I was speaking to my sister about she saying that she's, he's covering, he must be covering up a full patch or something. And then Beanie Man coming with the, I don't know, is it Gucci, Gucci pants? And he got the sleeveless t shirt, but he's got a pot belly, bro. The maddest one. And you know the wickedest thing about that? The memes have started already. He's an uncle. Let, let him live. He's an uncle. Oh, I just said the same thing. I said, he's living life. He's happy, bro. He's comfortable. What can you do in it? Man's established out here, innit? What was it? What was this about the feds came through? Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it fully also, so like I said, obviously can update my sister because they're, uh, they're, 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 they're into that bashment stuff a lot and all that. And they were saying to me that how the feds came in, about you kill an exit back door, cut out quick. Beanie Man was obviously talking to the feds and telling them we got 500 people, 500,000 people live right now. Do you really want to do this now? Yo, is Bounty still on the papers? Bro, I couldn't even tell you, but I think he was more scared of the restrictions who say weren't meant to be there or something, but you know what I mean? But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but apparently I've got to watch it for myself, definitely just to see everything properly. You know what's stupid, bro? Yeah? Man's on the whole internet, bro. The world knows he's there. Where is he going? This is what I'm trying to say. This is what my sister was saying, isn't it? Like, it's, 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 it's three hours or something like that. I'm not going to watch all of it like that, but... I'm gonna three watch hours? It. Nah, I thought Nelly and Luda was long. Three hours? Nah, I'm apparently, not doing that. Apparently, that's what it was. But I'm not watching three hours. I'm going to watch, like, skip through it a little bit. You know what I mean? And see how it went down. But, yeah. But apparently, yeah, everyone was everybody was up last night. But apparently, everybody or anyone that has some Caribbean affiliation was online watching it. My sister said the amount of blue ticks that was coming up on that page ah uh, bro <laughs> i woke up this morning in the timeline every jamaican i know that hasn't tweeted for like three years was on the timeline exactly. it came to the surface it came to the surface all of that thing there she's saying like man like daniel sturridge sterling Khaled, diddy rihanna all of them popped up <laughs> that's cool and everything but let it not be forgotten that you man held this l to africa okay 
need to protect time when I'm listening. <laughs> we can reset that right now. <laughs> no, that man had to come crawling out the woodworks when it's just Jamaica. But then when Africa was involved, where were you? You needed votes. Where were you? <laughs> but now, nah, man, it, it sounded like it was an enjoyable thing. I, I'm, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Um, the whole Versus series that Timberland and Swiss Beats put together, it's been big, you know. Yeah, I need to check that Swiss Beats and Timberland one. I heard that was, you know what? There's almost good though. Like, it would be because now they're not relying on anything like. Huh. This is my hit. They've 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 got variety in terms of what they've produced. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's some Swiss beat songs that you might not have known as Swiss beat songs until you heard it in that battle. And Timberland, Tim, but Timberland songs are fake though. Yeah, but I, like you said, I'm, I agree with you, bro. There were certain things that hit me up, and I was like, wow, I didn't know that Swiss beat did this, man. That's that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, so he's got crazy variation, and Timberland, we know Timberland, like. The way he throws down his beats, oh, come on, like, you know what I mean? They've given him his own, um, I think he's got his own TV show or online show where he shows people how to make beats with the, on, on Apple or something like that, something, something mm-hmm. crazy like that. Like, he, that was, you know the Fade to Black uh, DVD that came out um, when Jay-Z retired, you know them ones, when he retired after that concert? Yeah. Like that was my favorite part of the DVD when they were showing him going to Timberland to get a beat, and yo, this guy, <laughs> he he produced everything, everything like beats that you heard other people eventually rapping on. He was offering to Jay Z at the time. Oh, is that when he done? Is that the one where he done the dirt off the shoulder and Jay Z went crazy for it? Like, yeah. Oh, that's that's crazy. Yeah, and he actually previewed a track that eventually was a, ludic- a ludicrous track. Um, but he hadn't sold it at the time and it, it, it was banging, Jay-Z was feeling it, but then when he heard the dirt on my shoulders join, he was like, nah, nah, I don't want anything else, give me that. Can you imagine how many beats that they've actually got in their chambers that they haven't released yet? So <sighs> let me keep that banger, let me keep that banger, let me keep that banger. Can you imagine when you've, got, when you've got a studio in your own gaff, yeah, and you've got nothing to do all day? That's creativity at its finest, you know what I mean? That's creative, yeah, that's fine. That's like you having a, 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 a game room tape in your own house, you know what I mean? Some blackboards, some whiteboards, designing your own, patterning your own plays and stuff like that, bro. You get what I'm saying? That, that's, that's crazy. Really? Yeah, man. So, look, quarantine has brought some creativity in some people, you know, but it's time for it to be over, bro. Yeah, and I think uh, Mr. Boris was. He touched on that, didn't he? Saying that, well, it's, it's almost time to start stage phase two. Ah, so, you know what? Fuck Boris and fuck his boy. <laughs> Bro, the only reason why I stay in tune with what he's saying is because obviously he has the over, overall, well, alleged overall say of what happens in this country. So, you know, <laughs> that's why he stays relevant at the moment. Boris murdered someone and Dominic Cummings knows about it. I'm telling you now. This guy. <laughs> I believe he has so much dirt on so much people in that cabinet in that number 10 Downing Street in politics in general bro. I wouldn't even say I wouldn't be surprised to say that he probably has dirt on people internationally as well bro, bro he's got these men on the ropes right now tell him everybody's bro. bending over backwards to back him for what? this pound this average guy that comes in jeans and a t-shirt bro like 
break the rules much like respect the rules much <laughs> you know what i mean this man took a whole trip to newcastle from london durham from london do you know how quay that is that's not the easiest of journeys especially if you're traveling up from london 100 and i don't think people understand that you know what i mean like this is not your average journey across like to the path or anything like that that's 260 miles of ground covered it's at least four hours at least you're, you're gonna stop once or it's gonna be gone five hours you know what i mean and you know it's not all right let's just let's, let's back up a bit for those who don't understand obviously um you've probably seen through the uh, the week uh dominic comes coming under fire because he's taking a uh, a long trip up to durham county with his wife and child um and everyone's fuming about it especially with the uh, essential travel laws put in place by the government and um today it's been officially documented that it was what did they say it was great <laughs> perfectly this, legal. this this blonde dirty looking bastard boris johnson said it was reasonable and legal reasonable and legal so does he know that he's talking to some grown-ass men when he says this this is what I, this is what i don't understand so obviously i took it upon myself to uh go back to you know what when you're unsure about something you revert back to the rules and i revert back to the rules and the rules say um for travel um if if you have the symptoms you have to be self-isolated okay um if you are in a household with somebody that has the the, the symptoms you must self-isolate with the family and travel nowhere you know and but then the only the early spin to that was and i'm not like i said i'm not backing the only spin on that was um traveling is necessary if it's if it's necessary you're allowed to travel so he's broken the rules because obviously his wife is the one that has the symptoms but then it's it's deemed as acceptable because he wants help with childcare. So it's okay for him to travel up and down the country with the virus or the symptoms or the household being affected and pouring it on other people. See, there's there's too many holes in this story though because you're taking the child away from her for the child to be safe because she's got symptoms, but she goes on the journey. Right. What's happening? This is what I don't understand, and I feel like he was—he's taking advantage of the loopholes that are available, which was, which is obviously created by Boris himself for these this, this uh, last announcement with this BS travel, not travel, go out, don't go out. You know what I mean? And he's taking advantage of the loophole which was made, and he's kind of—he's kind of manipulated, really. You know what I mean? How does he expect people to kind of follow suit if your people at the hierarchy part? or people that are meant to be leaving, leading the country are taking the piss. Yeah, but here's the wickedest part is they don't really want people to follow the rules because don't you forget, this man was over there talking about herd immunity at the start of all this. Do you think he's really come off of that? Yeah. The government only changed stance under pressure. That's he true. truly believes in this herd immunity bullshit. So now, he knows, I, I, I can guarantee you right now, he 100% knows that he undermined the regulations put in place. He knows that, and he doesn't care. Matter of fact, it suits him more. 
and it's also plausible deniability so that when people actually go out and start um, trying to live life as if it's normal even though there's some sort of restrictions still in place they'll shift the blame just onto those people as if they're not following his lead Ridiculous, man. Absolutely ridiculous. And then you had guys like the other bait ass dude, Matt Hancock and Michael Grove. Whoever doesn't know that, Michael Grove. Michael Grove is the biggest pussy in the whole <laughs> government, bro. He was too excited to back this man. Too excited to back him and said, "Yeah, it's 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 cool. Like it's hundred percent legit, but it's not." What no. did he say? It's it's not illegal to care for your family. What about all the people that are going back and forth working in a hospital every day? That have exactly. children at home. What about they the man? They're forgetting about the man that got arrested for moving the tree outside his his mom's garden. Yeah, thirteen year old boy dies and you can't even go to the funeral. Not even necessarily a grave, so you can't even sit in a car at some distance to no, see your child being buried. But that was a reasonable journey. And apparently it wasn't one journey, it was two. Uh, more, probably more than that. More than that, but beyond the naked eye. You know what I mean? This guy has become 100% untouchable. Like, my, my thing about stuff like this, just to see how you really feel about something, because you know people like to back their team. You know, people who really like the Conservatives or, or shall I say for the times, really hate Labour which is more yeah. likely right now because you know how people are moving is spooky right now yeah the way to find out how you really feel about something like this is swap just the name in the situation don't change anything else just swap the name change Dominic Cummins to Keir Starmer and see how you would feel about it change Dominic Cummins to Jeremy Corbyn and see how you would feel about it if it was them exact same circumstances everything else exactly the same just those people doing it you know there's going to be an outrage there's going to be an uproar you know what i mean you, you know it is you know what i mean so if you wouldn't back them doing the same thing for the same reasons and you're backing this guy you know you're full of shit 100 percent. Only, the only thing that i take out of this situation is that you know allegedly there's actually some people from the conservative party that actually do not share the view and feel like this guy needs to step away from the situation but this is how this is how confident this um, Cummins was. Rick. She came out and said, "Rah, I ain't quitting. I'm not getting fired." Even no, he's not getting fired because the day he gets fired is the day Boris Johnson goes to jail. But I'm telling you now, this guy's got the dirt. <laughs> you got something. You definitely got something. You know. But like I said, it's it's absolutely disgusting that you know what I mean. He he gets to do whatever he did with no reprimand. But if that was any other person in that situation, like you said, uh, a Jeremy Corbyn or someone else, you know, um, please rest assured that, like, you know what I mean? There'd be pickets. Bro, uh, they'd be rioting right now. Rioting, you know what I mean? Burning sticks, forks, whatever you want to call it, bro. Nah. Like the, the, the situation in Scotland with the Surgeon General, if you remember that one. Um, mm. Nicholas Sturgeon. Now, here's the difference. Sturgeon never actually backed her. She looked for ways to keep her on the team because she viewed her as crucial to the response to COVID-19. But she never backed her. She never once said, she, oh, no, she was reasonable. What she did was right. No. From day one, she said she shouldn't have done that shit. Yeah. She shouldn't exactly. have done it. Right. But on one hand, I, I get it 
a key member of your team someone you view as a key member of your team you want, you would try to keep them on board i understand that but when push came to shove she made you know, the hard- she resigned she accepted her resignation yeah but from the beginning all these conservatives are trying to act like the man has done nothing wrong and you're just straight gonna insult our intelligence like that like we can't think for ourselves like you know and it's it's it's, it's embarrassing man it's absolutely embarrassing and and I'm mean, telling you now if if Jeremy Corbyn had done the same thing I'd be like you stupid motherfucker you gotta leave now yeah 100% you, you shot yourself in the foot you know what I mean and now you gotta deal with the consequences but they're t- quick to turn around literally or quick to turn around and from a, a, a headline like that in, t- in regards to his travel takes a front stage over everything else that happens in the world bro like the conference was based on him you know everything else followed after now, what does that say well, look at this as well on the day sorry the first opportunity to address the situation you want the person who is meant to be your quote unquote leader to be the one to address it they sent some next any don into the firing line I don't know who this guy is is it that um, Boris Johnson does with his day that he can't step outside for 15 minutes to address a situation like that newborn in it new baby mr i don't change nappies that guy yeah it's that guy right there like like some things obviously for him i guess there's certain things that uh he wants to take the front lead on and say you know i'm the guy to say it and then there's certain situation where he's all uh it's beneath me i can send someone else to do it I don't think he was he would have been equipped to, to deal with the situation himself. You know what, this guy had no answers. He got he had no real answers. You know what I'm saying? All he kept doing is enforcing every question I remember, all the reporters ready, fully equipped ammunition, ready, you know, ready, Greg, to, to throw everything at him about the situation. And and all all he kept coming up with is saying is it was it was legal. It's understood. You know what I mean? It's legal. It was side, man. Yeah. Oh, what I saw is like uh, this was the, the phrase he kept repeating. In my understanding, you clearly don't understand shit because clearly, like this is not what your job entails. It's not. It wasn't for you to understand none of this. Like his department, I can't remember. I can't remember his name, but his department is just something out of the way, bro. Like they literally just sent man as fodder. Man. And here's Sad. what I've come to realize, you know, um, British people just love to complain. That is true. Just love to complain, and I'm not, I'm not trying to hear it no more. When you have opportunities to make changes and do things that will affect change, you don't. But when something happens, you love to complain about it. Like ten years of evidence that these guys will treat you with contempt at every opportunity they'll get, and you ignore all signs. You don't care to complain about this, my guy. Yeah. No, that's right. I've been reading. I was reading. I was reading some of those tweets online about um, this situation here as well. I know, Greg. I was reading some of the tweets that some of like some of the responses and stuff like that. You know, and I, I can I can pretty much say to you, probably let's let's be realistic. Probably about ninety eight percent of these people are the ones that voted for Conservative when they came in. You know what I mean? This is what I'm always trying to say, bro. All these people stay complaining. 
always denying that they voted conservative, but you got a conservative MP. Why are you lying, bro? It's it's, I know it's, it's, it's almost a bittersweet situation, isn't it? You know what I mean, for us that don't really back the, which us that don't back the um, the conservative party, you know what I mean? You're seeing them doing what they do best, and then you're seeing the people that back them turning their back on it. Look, for me, this is light work. I come from a much worse situation like than this, so you know you can't hurt me right now. So I'm just enjoying watching people suffer from their own actions, really. Bro, Her Majesty's civil service tweeted, and I quote, arrogant and offensive. Can you imagine having to work with these truth twisters? That's from the official UK civil service Twitter account. Yeah. Probably been deleted by now, but yeah, man's got that on screenshot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you were careful they're not tapping your phone after that one, you know, my brother. <laughs> All right, <laughs> like I said, man's from war torn countries, blood. <laughs> yes, like that, man. yes, like that. But yeah, man, that whole uh, what is wrong with these man? Uh, do you know what's funny? This is a conversation I had with someone over the, this past week, and it's I hadn't thought of it that way, but it makes a whole lot of sense. Um, just looking at all the different situations around the world, right? If you look at the, the countries where you have right-leaning governments, right? Yeah. The most obvious examples right now, obviously the UK, you've got the US, you've got Hungary with the Viktor Orban dude, who is one of the biggest ops going. Yeah. And you've got Benjamin Netanyahu, right? Yeah. The funny thing about these guys and how they seem to have been behaving, and it's quite clear now that I've had this conversation, right-wing guys seem to only want to govern for people that identify with them. They don't want to govern for the whole country just for their quote-unquote bases they call it mm. whereas you know even a centrist government will try and govern for everybody popular or not popular will try and do what's right for everybody but these yeah. right-leaning men only care about their people mm. and not even even then not really because it's more about their ideology than the people yeah if it means you know for example make abortions illegal and every woman in childbirth dies and the baby lives they'll be happy with that so you're not governing for the people you're holding on to an ideology yeah and don't even get to me about you know they care about life in that situation you care no. about life until it's here because aren't they locking up kids at the border in america that's yeah. life that's kids they'll care more about the fetus than the child that's already here kids get shot in schools they don't want to do anything about that you care about kids no, i don't really care because if they did they would have put in all these uh, they would have put in the necessary precautions to prevent stuff like this from happening yeah, you know about the, the precautions i know bro imagine your six-year-old son case going through an active shooter drill at school that's trauma bro yeah she's never going through that at, at that age you know what i mean and the amount of kids that you hear in the school like in America is is beneath me, bro. <laughs> like the, the what was the one that I think that stood out to me in the last decade or so? After watching Joker. I think was it after watching Joker? The Heath Ledger Joker. 
and he went and just went blaze, gun blazing in the school, bro, or in the cinema, I think it was. Was it the cinema? Oh, that was after Dark Knight um, in Aurora, Colorado. Yeah. And I actually know someone from over there. Shout out to Big JB, Jonathan Bonds, played from Punch to Magic a couple years ago. Um, bro. Like, he. Another thing, he, he picked you know a group of people to victimize can't really say he was inspired by the film that was a premiere that it just come yes. out he hadn't seen it right. yeah that's right you know what i'm saying so we, we, we can't lean on that but that situation happens and they still don't want to do anything about the access of guns to people with mental health never mind restricting the availability of guns generally but someone with mental health problems documented yeah this is this is the point this is the point i was trying to make you know like, you see all this stuff happening you see the crime rate so high but yet still it still remains one of your your amendments or your you know what i mean that you hold on to i will never change <laughs> yeah you know? i think i said it last week case they care so much about their quote-unquote rights and none about their responsibilities how, how, like, where does gun crime have to reach for them to start to care? You know what? And, and you know the wickedest thing? Even if it happened to one of their own, it still wouldn't change. It still wouldn't change. They'll not, they will know themselves that it's fucking with them inside and they want to change it. They know they should change it. But because they're stuck to this ideology, and they know that the, their little friends over there will be looking at them sideways. They, they, they'll just stay quiet. They'll mm-hmm. stay quiet. They won't support you anymore. They'll just stay quiet. Yeah. And it's long been said, the biggest threat to freedom isn't the people trying to oppress you. It's the people that stay quiet when they see it happening. Yeah. Think about that shit, bro. Think about that shit. Yeah, man. You guys are sitting here thinking that... Uh, government boris and dominic cummins and all this stuff uh got your best interest in heart or or, or the best the best thing for the country uh, love it innit digest that shit <laughs> tastes <laughs> good don't it <laughs> digest that shit man like, you know what i mean this is this is what you this is what you voted for innit take it man like Teacher i said that- bro you can't hurt me right now man comes from trust me a much worse situation than what's going on right now this is light work for me i'm just enjoying the show showing the park showing the park you know yeah. but for so- me just go and listen to vossi but first verse you know what going <laughs> <laughs> yo did you get caught up with this wind that was happening the over the last few days did i get caught up in it bro it tried to kidnap man <laughs> I was just outside trying to hang up my clothes, right? Basically, I'm like, yeah, it's a good idea, wash my clothes. I'm going outside to hang them. I felt that one breeze, I was like, raw. And then the second gust came and shifted me, bro. Yo, that stuff was vicious, I'm not even gonna lie. It was vicious, absolutely vicious. You know how bad it was? You know what, when you know wind's bad, isn't it? When you're walking in the park, and I was walking with one of my guys, obviously, we were doing a little bit of run yesterday. And I'm walking, and you know I'm talking that like, I'm shouting at him because all the wind is making so much noise, bro. Like I'm literally shouting at him when I'm talking. Bro, that's dead, bro. You can't. How? <laughs> you said you're out there working out. What jump shots are you putting up in that situation? 
no, 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 no running. Absolute running for once, no shooting, just running. We just running, couple hills and stuff like that. But talking to him, like the trees are making so much noise, bro. Like, literally, just it just felt like shouting. I just literally felt like shouting all the time. Like, I I've seen a photo from South Manchester, Alexandra Park, like bare trees are falling down, and like the 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 the, the metal on the fencing at the park had fallen off, bro. What I'm trying to say that could fall on top of someone. What I'm trying to say, you know what I mean? So it was kind of toxic, it was aggressive, and I don't know, I just don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. Yo, it might be the end of days, you know, bro. This, you know, can you imagine the people in the high rise buildings, though? like on their balcony, thinking that they're cool, bro? Just take a gust of wind, and that's it, it's done. Oh no, bro. Oh no, 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 that could not. That's why you're not gonna catch man living on the 50 something floor. You're dumb. <laughs> about penthouse don't care how much money i've got man is not going up here you know what i mean i'm balling yeah look at my crib shaking from side to side and just feeling the wind glass shaking like it's gonna smash nah man i used to watch some of these like big engineering project programs where they say like um what's the pro uh taipei 101 or something like that or the twin towers in malaysia Bro, they said the amount of movement at the top of those buildings is like four feet in each direction. Fuck, that's my guy. (laughs) That's the noise shit, man. I don't like. You think about it, four feet isn't that far. Mm -mm. For a whole stiff ass building to move four feet. That's a Tell me you're not shook. Bro, (laughs) shook of heights as it is already. So you you asking me to to even live up there is unacceptable bro I'll be like nah uh, have you seen those videos of guys like on these glass bridges and there's like an effect that makes it look like they're breaking I'd shit myself too I'm trying to get you on that still bro you, you know what you do if you do that to me like, ex- just deal with what comes next innit cause what's gonna happen is the initial reaction is gonna be very aggressive and then I'm gonna cry that's what's gonna happen bro <laughs> That's what it's gonna be very aggressive reaction and then I'm gonna cry. Like, Yo, you can't. Do you know that we know someone who's been skydiving? Who, who's been skydiving? Nah. Really? What is wrong with her? Bro, you can't get me out of playing like that, voluntary or involuntary or supported. There's no man that's gonna sit on me and say, don't worry, I've got you. We're going out of the plane. Nah. Nah. She fully jumped out of a plane on her own like decision making, cuz. Nah, nah, that's not for me. There's no jumping out of a plane whatsoever, bro. No one's telling me I got you and you're jumping out of the plane like that. Nah. Like, even if I was to get gassed here and say, let's do it, I'll get up there. By the first time I look out of that plane and look down, I'm like, I'm not on it anymore. Sorry. That's what, exactly, that's what it's going to be. 100 This is why I never get it. You see, when you get, this is why I never got it. You see, when you see these people and they're like, yeah, the plane's going down, jump out. Like, what, what's, what's the difference? <laughs> What's, what's the difference? This is it's by force now, isn't it? <laughs> what, what's the difference in it? <laughs> You're going down either way. It's not gonna look pretty for you when you get there. <laughs> so, and they tell you some dumb shit in the plane as well, where they say, "Hug your knees and tuck in." What, bro? This looks like a death pose to me. I get all of that, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you don't understand, isn't it? Someone could be of legit health. So the yeah, we're just gonna do this, gonna do that jump. When they get up there and realize it and they jump, like, you, oh, can, you know what I mean? Heart gone. 
You know what I mean? Bare minimum, there's gonna be rain on a clear day, bro. I am pissing myself. Bro, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, people can faint, you know what I mean? And and all them stuff. And, and that's the risk that people are not realizing in it. Like, you're putting your heart at strain there, you know? jumping up. You're putting your heart at strain. Nah. Yeah, like I said, no matter how gassed I get to actually jump in the plane and get up there, there's no way I'm looking out of that plane and everything's fine. Nah, nothing like that. I've seen people go on these rides, these catapult rides, and fainting about 50 times and stuff like that. Bro, allow all of that. And that's like, the why thing, you... because for your parachute to even work, you have to go way high, bro. You know what I'm trying to say? Why do you want to test your body like this? Like, why do you want to do it? Bungee jump. They disrespect you... physics. You see that one there, bungee jump. Are you dumb? You wanna... And you're telling me that there's crocodiles down there. Am I a dickhead? Bro, why do you want to test your body like this? Like, tell me why you... Yeah, just because a man's got a string on my foot, I'm legit, bro. Like, why do you want to test your body like this, bro? And you know with bungee jumps, it's not like it just drops down and it's done. It springs back down. It's times. Rolls back down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they like to do these fuckeries on you, like where they throw the next rope next to you, and you're there for at least two seconds thinking, raw, man's not tied up. Nah. Nah. Don't be trying to test man's wit like that, you know? Like, the closest I need to be to danger is, like, on a safari. That's as far as it goes for me, bro. That's the most I've done. Well, that sounds like a normal day to you, man. <laughs> I don't even know if you needed to be that racist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, man. Where we're trying to be, real. I'm just staying in it, like, bro. You know, it comes like, uh, was it? Don't come into America. We're in clothes. Must be a new experience for you. <laughs> that was the '80s or '90s, though, wasn't it? Yeah, bro. That's how they didn't give a fuck. Well, that was that's, that's when you think about it now. That's 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 unacceptable. <laughs> now, big man, thing. Someone once legit asked me if I had a pet line. Motherfucker, I'm stood in front of you. What do you think? Seriously, like, If man had a pet line, am I still here talking to you? Man's dinner. Speaking of racism, bro, I was um M Coronation Street, bro. I don't watch Coronation. What is thing you talk about, bro? I don't watch Coronation Street. Yeah. A couple of shows, whatever, bro. So now they've got their first black family in Coronation Street, now, isn't it? So why is the why isn't why in Coronation Street is this first black family subdued to racism straight away? Like why is it off rip? Off rip. That's what it is. The, the characters come in there working for man, and man is just barraging them full of racism. Let me tell you something. Coronation Street must be in Clayton. <laughs> That's how it's happening. Because it's man in it. Yeah. This must be in Clayton. Cause ain't no niggas over there. Telling you, bro. I'm telling you, because it's always been a predominant. Well, this has been an all-white cast, and, and it's not to be trying to be racist or anything like that. But why, when you first bring in? Because I think I was watching the documentary. They're like, no, I was watching it on Good Morning or GMTV or whatever they call it these days. And they're like, yeah, first black family in, and about time. And I was thinking, right, you know what? Since I've watched this, you know, when I think about it, I've never seen a black family on it. But when they first bring the black family on. Bro, straight, straight attacking it like. You know what that is? That's that's called normalizing racism. That's what that is. You're making it normal for people who watch Coronation Street 
to look at black people and think about racism that's what you're doing if that's the first thing that happens because trust me there's some people that do not you've seen goggle box yeah their man watch tv and that's all they do they don't encounter people i went bro i went to uni and i promise you there was one girl from countryside and she told me that i was the first black person she's seen with her own two eyes in her life <laughs> but you know what there's some places and it wasn't sweet bro i was this guy hat backwards leather jacket timberlands that, that was me yeah <laughs> so you can imagine what she was thinking bro but you know what there's certain places like when we check it right there's certain places in this country right now they probably still ain't seen black people bro 50 years old never seen one can you imagine that you walked around you just walked into or you're lost or whatever and you pulled up for directions and the man's like we ain't never seen your kind around here before what what are you (laughs) oh not imagine it my cousin was getting married in bristol areas not quite in bristol like outskirts there yeah so some country club team you already know what time it is now I said country club (laughs) Um, the food wasn't you know it was taking long and it wasn't going to be something that you were going to eat and be done with so me my brother and two of our cousins we decided you know what let's go look for a KFC right quick put in the gps da, da, da. we drive down the road we're thinking ah it's looking a little bit far should we just ask these guys if there's anywhere nearer pull up they're cycling past yo yo big man no keep cycling keep cycling <laughs> like you know when you sat in the car no one's saying nothing and you're stunned yeah i was like did that did this motherfucker just you know that situation there like it, it if you're watching TV all the time and you jump on Netflix and you see power and you see how the St. Patrick's move, you're gonna think that's what we're like. Yeah, for real. Yeah, for real. You watch the top boy, you're gonna be like, ah, fuck that. Next level shit. Or Blue Story. <laughs> now, Blue Story is different though. <laughs> you wanna yeah. watch. Um, um, the, 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 the kid out with an adult who's never encountered a black person in life, and then you see what's yeah. going on. There's the brutiest guy in there is the white Yeah, right. What, which, which one would we say though? Out of those, all those movies there, right? Uh, adulthood. Not adulthood. Is it kid adulthood? Kid adulthood. And the third one that I can't quite remember the name of. Probably. Brotherhood, maybe. Might or, be. Might be that. And then you got, like you said, Top Boy. You were old top boy, new top boy. And then I see Gangs of London. Gangs of London is a load of bullshit, by the way. I'm sorry. I've never look. seen it still. Yeah, you know what? We can we can talk about that another time. Uh, no. Yeah. Which one would you say out of all of those, though, is the more realistic approach to what you see in the everyday situation? I mean, obviously, I know you're not from London and stuff like that, but there's some things that, regardless of whether it be London or Manchester or whatever, it kind of it's around isn't it you know what I mean and out of those ones which would you say kind of is more realistic to everyday life because I was thinking about this the other day and I'm like I'm going to throw one in there that you didn't mention and I know you've forgotten about I don't you might not have even seen it but you might have heard of it 
Do you remember dub play drama? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. shit was realistic. So you know what I mean? Like, I didn't find Top Boy. Re- I'm, not, I'm not, you know what? Shout out to all the, the guys that made it happen and stuff like that. And I feel like it was a fantastic watch for everyone else that happens. But the portrayal of what happens on an everyday basis. I don't feel like it was realistic, bro. Like, do you know what? How much crime the men they committed in a short space of time, and it was unsolved. Like, <laughs> like are we really gonna ignore that? <laughs> like, Trident ain't out here, bro. Bro, burning man shot down with man in it. Throwing man from rooftop, like. You gotta get shot on the Back street. the kid with the pole. Blood. Are you listening? Like. Do you know how much things run up in calf and smash up calf blood? Like 30 man deep. You get what I'm saying? And nothing happened, but shootouts in petrol station. License plate, everything all on the screen and breaking man out of prison. At a hospital. Nah, never, never, never. And the thing is, you don't get me, you know what get me you know what got me about the whole breaking out the man out of hospital team, bro. It's not the fact that they did it. Bro, what did they pull up in? What colour was the car? <laughs> big it was bait as red well. Range blood. A big red range blood. It was Bait, bro. It's not even like an old whip, blood. A big ass red range, blood. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? How many to this day in your life? How many red ranges have you seen? I ain't seen none. <laughs> and you're Just telling me you can't find them, them men there, like. <laughs> I was like, hold on, man pulled up in a big ass red range, broke man out of the prison. The man just gave up the man. Yeah, taken. And the wickedest thing is, people, if anyone that's been in a prison secure, secure, security van knows you don't just bust the door and man's walking out because everyone's got individual cells in there. It's a so door, they, it's cages in there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, man, just, they, you didn't see man go for no keys or nothing. Man just stepped out like, yeah, I'm here, blood. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Gone, blood. That's it. Nah, nah, never, bro. No. Uh, but you I'm see, yeah, and I, I, listen, people. Go on YouTube and search Dub Plate Drama. It's on there to this day. It was sick. Got a shysty in there. Shout out to shysty. Um, I remember that. Bro, you know what? I might watch that sick. again. Oh, I bro. I, I, I watched it last month. I don't know why, but, you know, every once in a while, I just like to watch the old programs I used to watch and stuff like that. Obviously, yeah. because man don't watch TV no more. So yeah. I got to fill my time with these old things. Um... But I, okay, of course it was based around the pirate radio, um, independent music scene, and all that. But other than that, the stuff that happens around it, that shit happens, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely watch that again. I forgot about that. That's a good shout, bro. 100, that's a good shout. And there's a, there's a movie, right? <laughs> oh man, I know one or two people that's gonna hate me for even bringing up this movie. But there's a movie called One Day. That's based out of Brum. Nobody remembers that though. Nobody really remember. Greg, nobody really remember. I remember that. I watched that in the cinema. You know why people don't remember it? Every Brum man has repressed it from their memory. They don't want to know that it exists anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like the most bait, the baitest part of Brum. You know what I'm saying? Bro, that was uh, yeah, that was some, that was some, bro, that was some next funny shit, (laughs) man. When I look at it now, man, I'm sick of the way the man was acting. Like some of it might be kind of close to realness. It was grimy, bro. 
it was funny, but it was also grimy. Yeah, sneaking, all sorts. You know what? It touched on everything in it, like sneaking. Bro, the man's name was evil. But evil blood. Man said straight enough. I knew when he came, I was gonna rob you. Now. <laughs> I was gonna rob you. Yeah. I knew from day. I was gonna rob you. <laughs> Y'all Bro, they had a shootout at the graveyard, you know. I'm gonna watch that, but do you do you know that film? They had a similar version in America with um, Onyx. What do they call it? Fred Ol- was it Fred, Fred Star? And uh, oh, what's his name? The guy with the gruff ass voice. But both of them, they did a film similar with the same kind of concept. The acting and the rapping in it, it was the same thing, but this was like the English version. I'll have to find out and find out what it was, but it was, yeah, 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 bro. Um, There's um, no way it was as cruddy as One Day, bro. Nah, One Day was, but it's the gal in The gal was, bro, they ran up in the church. Bro, the the gal was on crud. She sounded like me. The gal was like, what a ross. I'm like, oh shit. What a ross. Let me believe you with 16 scars. He slammed him in the chest and our body just breaking it off. And you get what I'm saying? Running over man in Lexus and touching the road. Look, are you looking like a crackhead, but what is that? You know what he looks like? You know what that kid looks like? I'm not going to say it to you now. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to, I'm not going to say it to you now. Who that kid looks like? Oh, you're about to violate. I'm not going to, uh, bro, I have to, you know, I'm thinking about this now. Like, that kid. I was going to hear your reaction when I say it. Alright, alright. This is going to be fun. I'll send it to you, bro. <laughs> now, you see you, yeah? This man just texted me the name. You see you, you're going to go to hell in IO underwear, you know? So, you're telling me, you're telling me no? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's the eyes. <laughs> it's the eyes. Uh, you know what? Bad. That's my bad deed for the week. I'm done now. Please forgive me on this Sunday, yeah? That's my bad deed for the week. Oh, when I think about that, like, oh shit, that was him for real. That might have been him for real, though, blood. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, man, it's hot. Got man hot, blood. Oh shit. Alright, you know what? Let's ease up. You can't Let's do that, blood. Let's ease up. Let's ease up. <laughs> Right, let's do that. Let's do that. started a conversation earlier um, about something that you got me thinking, bro. Yeah. Um, it's been 13 years since this Madeline McCann you went missing, you know. 13 years and 20 days, bro. And you know what? I was thinking about it. That's why I mentioned this to you. I was thinking about it and I was like, Right, yeah, it happened. It's a very sad situation, and obviously, it's sad. It's even sadder that it's unresolved to this day. Um, but are we kind of? Are we? Are we gonna really just ignore the fact that it's a bad parent? Like, are we? Are we? I don't know if I want to call it bad parenting because there's a there's a lot of things that don't add up that make it something else. You get me? All right, so let's just put it as let's put it on the surface of. Uh, what they said, what they say happened. Okay. So we're not uh, gonna go too deep into the back. No, we're not gonna go too deep. That's like, only, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, the whole world knows about this. Yeah, it's not for us to kind of slate the situation or whatever. It's just kind of the acknowledgement. So 
from what I understand, yeah, they went to the resort, called the resort's got loads of things happening there, you know what I mean? Kids crashes, whatever, whatever. Now, when they go out for dinner, they tend to do this routine thing where someone checks them every 20 to 30 minutes, yeah? Mm-hmm. My point was, there was an actual, they had an opportunity where they have a, a night crash where people can actually give your kids to people to look after within the resort. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you can do your everyday thing. But I believe that the McCann's turned around and said uh, that it was too... Uh, it was them going to bed too early and picking them up too late. That was their alleged reason. That was their reason for not doing it. So they decided to come up with this kind of thing where they just check on the kids. Now, in my eyes, you checking on a child... Every kid was, up, every kid was under six years old, correct? Um, yeah, I think there were the set of twins. Three families there, four. Yeah. So four all families. the kids. Are, all right. So they're under they're under the age where they should be on their own anyway. Let's put it like that. Point blank. Yeah. Yeah, you're in a resort, and yeah, full, but it's leaving them on their own. Okay. So you can go out and eat and wine and dine and, and whatever, whatever. Cool. You know what I mean? That's for you. That's acceptable. For some, hundred percent not. So you go out wine and dine leaving the kids on their own a hundred yards from where you are bro are you sitting there telling me that within 20 minutes do you know how how much shit can happen in 20 to 30 minutes see this is what i'm saying it just doesn't add up right because the fact is all these people that were on that holiday together these are all educated people exactly doctors and lawyers and that Right, even if you're going to do that, even if you were, like I say, it was four families, four apartments in the same complex, yeah? Mm. They had, by my understanding, they had 5A, 5B, and 5C, and one other one upstairs. Yeah. 5A, which is where the McCann's were, was the only one that was accessible from the street from two sides. Yeah your doors opening right into the street bro. casual casual unlocked even casual. if you were going to leave them in the apartment you're not leaving them in that there room bro put them in the one upstairs you, you yeah. might you can still come and get get them, Let them stay together carry, carry them back downstairs when you get back to the apartment yep yep you're leaving them in the one apartment that you can access from two sides from the street really like, does this not smell fishy to you, bro? Bro, it it, it does one hundred percent for me. Now, obviously, I was, I was I was watching the documentary that they put on Netflix, and obviously reading up a lot of stuff, kind of like trying to get my mind right and kind of think about all the stuff. Like even some like one of the guys, his name was uh, one of the guys. His name was um, some, anyway. So this one uh, guy from the the families that were on holiday. Yeah. Um, there you go. Matt Olson went to the crib and just heard noise and walked out. Like, yeah, it's cool. Like, didn't check on the kids, didn't do a number count. Then the wife went, she went to check the yard. She went to the room, didn't look in it, just closed the door in because it was too wide, apparently. It was too wider than it normally is. Then heard a slam, went back, and the kid was gone. <laughs> And then they say They also say that Two different people In in the group Say That they saw Someone 
carry a child away from the resorts for 45 minutes Wait. before. Right, so this is what gets me, right? Are you sitting there telling me that whole resort, bro? Let us let's switch to let's let's switch it up a little. Let's say you were trying to commit crime. Are you sitting there telling me in that whole resort, nobody saw nothing? No CCTV, nothing picked up anything. No police standing outside or anything. No one jogging the street or nothing. Because I can't imagine it was that big. It wasn't because no. it's a town of a thousand people. And nobody saw nothing. Bro, you, 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 like I said, they saw someone carrying a child away from the resort. Wouldn't there be some level of parental panic when you see that even if it ends up not being your child? You see that you're thinking, right, that's going to be my child. I know for a fact, yeah, that, you know, my mom will hear bang when I was a kid. And I'm nowhere near where the bang is, she'll think it was me. 100%. You put that situation in any street now, a man carrying a child, and someone out their windows will be like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> just what I'm saying. So, like, the reason why I kind of look at it and say, it's bad parenting because there's just no way the kids should have been on their own anyway. No. Anyway. No way. No way, Greg. It's just suspicious, bro. You know, think about it. When when the whole police investigation in Portugal kicked off, the McCann's obviously went home. And they sent back to Portugal a PR company. Who does that, yo? I just, I just don't. I what like, the I'm, hell is PR about any of this situation? This is what I'm trying to say, and I know obviously when I when I told you about, it, you're like, right, are you feeling alright? And I'm like, bro, it's just racking my head, and I'm like, bro, this don't make sense, bro. Like it don't make sense. Like it does not make sense. Everyone that even said it, this is the biggest magnitude or biggest in any kid disappearance stories. This is probably the biggest in the world, like. Kids just vanished, bro. Like, no evidence in any surrounding countries, nothing. The kids just vanished, bro. You're telling me all this? This guy's got to be a super mastermind, bro. Like, 1000% mastermind genius, whatever. Yeah? Or someone's in on it. Like, you know what I'm saying? That someone has to be in on it because. Someone's in Like, they found Saddam Hussein in a whole Fair. blood club. Do you understand what I'm saying? In a hole in the rascal ground, bro. Amsterdam, they found in foreign lands in in, in Iraq, bro. You don't know nothing about this place. <laughs> Any person that tried to hide, he's the other one that they found as well. Bin Laden, Bin Laden, bro. Allegedly, I'm gonna say allegedly, but that's a different story. Bro, they big big Osama Bin Laden, they found him. Found him, but you can't find a, a, a person that's carried a kid no border control nothing that's identified this bro are you sitting it so is she just chilling it is it is she just chilling in the country under man's nose bro like, a blonde blue eyed you with a bait characteristic in her eye you can't find her come on man. for 13 years come on man either she's dead and, and you know they're buried her somewhere at that age she'd know enough to know that's not her child her parents like a kid would know not their parents and the alarm the kid this is me being a father like, if i took my three-year-old son or four-year-old son at the time and handed him off to a stranger there's going to be an uproar bro i can guarantee like kids are going to scream his head off like, who are you i don't know who you are you don't smell like anyone i know like who are you 
Like, it's mad. And then obviously the government started Operation Grange in 2011, which is four years later. What the fuck is the point? You know, if you're going to start that investigation, it's got to start immediately, bro. Immediately. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that was Home Secretary Theresa May that did that dumb shit. Um, I can't even remember the numbers, but they said that there were obscene amounts of money spent on this case to this day, bro. Well, I was just like, you know, I don't know, man. Like, But what is it about this kid that's making people look like... Why investigate this disappearance over any of... There's use that went missing in London this year that people aren't investigating like this right oh, here no, in the no. UK. All they get is an alert and everyone shares it on social media, bro. That, that's all they get. So an alert. why why her? Why have we... I say we, you know, the, the, the country's taxpayer resources, as they say. Why? Why this level of operation? What is it that we're not understanding? I couldn't tell you, man. Like, you know what I mean? I can tell you. It's a bit of a mad situation, Right. I'm sorry, but they don't get the benefit of the doubt from me, uh-uh. Nah, and, and, and neither neither myself, you know what I mean, in that state. I'm just thinking, you know, like I said, it, it's got to me, and I was like, bro, are we kind of, really kind of ignoring all this, bro? Like, like, it's nothing, like, it was nothing, absolutely nothing. I'm not trying to, like I said, in it, the magnitude of this is, is ridiculous, it's crazy, it's sad, you know what I mean? Obviously, the, the parents are going through so much um, onslaught for this. But who's to say that it's not a pro- they're not they're not being a product of the environment? Like, you know what I mean? Or, bro, it just for me it just doesn't sit like it's it's a normal regular abduction. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it's, it's something else going on. Like, this kid is 17 now. If she's still alive, 17. 17 years old. Right. Just by probabilities, by now. The, the chances are by now that she's probably not alive if it was a kidnapping thing or you've gone way past the point where you can re- you reunite her with her family yeah I'm sorry but there's no way she, she's probably by now grown up thinking she's someone completely different if that's the case why now remove the person from that and change their whole world Let's say that's the case. Why? Why would you do that? Yeah, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I mean I'm not trying to be like I said, I'm not trying to poke any fears or anything like that out here. But it just for me, it just it's a lot of uh, the, the the judgment for it for the decision to leave them alone in its own. It, it was a poor judgment to feel like it. He said it felt natural. It felt like him being in his back garden. What back garden is a hundred yards away, bro? Would you go to a foreign country or a country that's not yours and just say, yeah, go and play over there, I'm over here? Like, no, you wouldn't do it. Like, you wouldn't do it. Because you're not a citizen of that. You don't know the surroundings. You know what I'm saying? And it goes as well. Like, I think they said, even though it wasn't that far, they couldn't actually see the door from where they were sat. You couldn't. No, you couldn't. Because the way they had to do they had to walk around the pool outside and then... And all the shutters were down. You know what I'm saying? So, nah. You know so, nah. why do you put the shutters down furthermore? <laughs> if you thought it was right, why do you put the shutters down? <laughs> like, you must be kidding me if you think that 
it's a sensible thing to do. Like you lost your goddamn mind, bro. I think there was an incident in um, Australia where the mum went on out on a drunken spree after a breakup in a relationship between the other ten and four and left the kid alone. Um, I think the kid had it might have been I think the kid had asperges or something like that. And the judge in that case used that McCann situation as an example of neglect. Rightfully so. But some right. people so some people feel still um, to this day see it as unfair. But I I I don't see it as unfair because I could I could sit here and ask a hundred parents would you do it? And most of them will probably say no. Now let me tell you let me tell you something about that. The people that will say it's unfair to call it neglect, these are the people who are thinking a little bit further than what they're talking about at that time. They're thinking that there's something that they're not going to be wanted, wanting to be held accountable for like that themselves. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So if if I can cut the McCann's a break for that, you can cut me a break for this thing that's maybe a little bit smaller. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you know what it's like. They'll go off on the weekend and leave their 10-year-old in the in the yard with frozen pizzas. They'll do that. <laughs> you know there's people that do that. Yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're absolutely right. No, mum's going out tonight, you know, just call the takeaway. All right. Even with a little 20 pounds. Bro, they're using the house all by themselves. Risky, man. Absolutely risky, though. Risky, nah. man. Nah, I'm not having it. I know, look. I'm having it. People, you can share your views, in it. You don't have to get in touch with Greg for this one, you can ask, you can ask me. Like I said, it's not kind of a... Uh, a digger a situation you know I mean if by miracle she, she turns up it's fantastic but like would, would, would you do it like would you leave your kid in a foreign place on their own while you go and dance the night away and drink wine and eat food hit me up man development case uh, 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 listen I'm, I'm prepared for all smoke at all times you know how it goes at coach MGM hit me up or hit up the pod at their man there underscore pod Oh man, let's hear what you got to say about that. But you know, like I said, it's me. Nah, that's that, that something that fit right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, uh, I've just come across something like scrolling, looking at stuff about this McCann situation, right? Yeah. And I'm just seeing. So, you've heard about the situation with the this American lady who killed the kid cycling. Yeah. Ran him over or something, like, and the whole diplomatic community situation. Like, what? I always say if someone's not got a case to answer, let them go and face the accusations. You come out clean. Yeah. By the time you need to hide behind something like diplomatic immunity, you don't fucked up. Of course you fucked up. You know what I mean? And on the outside for some people that see it, they think, oh yeah, there's nothing of it because of diplomatic immunity. But the people that actually think about the situation, why do you need diplomatic immunity if it's an innocent situation? Well, I understand the principle of diplomatic community it makes sense because you know you you want you need to send um, diplomats, ambassadors, and all kinds of to all kinds of places, right? Mm. And you know, pol- geopolitical situations happen between certain countries, and you don't want now your um, your diplomats to be used as pawns 
within a political game where they stick charges on them that are bullshit just yeah. to get leverage on you that situation then right that it makes sense in that way yeah but it shouldn't just be a get out of jail for free card no when no. you've actually done something like a sensible government would see that okay the police from whatever country that was have sent us a report and they're saying this and that happened involving someone with our diplomatic community we're gonna waive that go and answer for your your accusations if you did nothing you're good mm. if you did do it regardless of what your job was over there you've got to answer for that crime yeah absolutely yeah, absolutely like this isn't a hostile country either you know they, they keep talking about the special relationship between the uk and the united states so you should be able to trust that she'll get her due process yeah so what i would do if i was um the the home secretary or even the prime minister yeah until she's able to come and answer for her crimes no one's going the other way if there's someone over here that you want to go over there to answer for a crime in the states you ain't getting them not until we get her sorry it's a piss take blood like imagine you're the parents of this kid and you're sat there you know you know who did it and you can't get them and then imagine how hard it's facing anybody you know what i mean oh, <coughs> it couldn't be me bro like <laughs> and it's not like they're saying that there's no case to answer they're just saying they're not going to allow her to face trial And then when China does the same shit, China's wrong. You know, <laughs> bro, different strokes for different folks, man. You know what I mean? It's always been that way. Always been that way. There's nothing I hate in life more than a hypocrite, yo. Pretty good. Hypocrite, bro. Mm. Oh, so, bro. <laughs> This tweet is getting about on the screenshot. That civil service tweet. That <laughs> yeah. come out. You know, you know what? That's going to be probably the biggest talk about thing this week. Anyway, it's not going to stop us. They're going to try and force this guy out, but he ain't going nowhere anyway. You know, you know, he ain't going nowhere. Right. I just literally seen something that's going to trigger you. <sighs> Should Father's Day be banned because it's disrespectful to single mothers and same-sex couples? What? That that's a question I'm looking at right now. Should Father's Day be banned because it's disrespectful to single mothers and same-sex couples? So a father doesn't deserve appreciation. Why? Because I'm just curious because like you can have same-sex partners from women's perspective and guys' perspective. You know what I mean? There's situations where the guy's in control as the primary parent and the situations where the mom's in control as a primary parent. You don't... Alright, so... You don't necessarily... Just by the phrasing of the question, like, just... You know, 100%, it's one of these third-wave feminists that ask that question has to be because that's just ridiculous because at the end of the day like we said there's parents that are the, the male is the primary parent so why doesn't he deserve an appreciation just like a woman deserves appreciation on mother's day 
Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't think that whoever said that probably well thought that out. That's that's just ridiculous. Definitely not. And I can't remember who, which comedian said this, but it's like it's almost as if like women slash mothers, yeah, are to be loved and appreciated simply for being women and mothers, whereas men slash fathers are only to be appreciated for what they provide. Now, it's all aspects. Like I said, both things are. Just- both situa- the situation has two dimens- dimensions to it, you know, a woman, like I said, a woman, Mother's Day appreciation, yeah, she's brought you through, but a guy does the same thing, when a woman's re- relapsing in her drugs or she's not in a state of mind to deal with the situation, the dad steps up. And lo- let's not act like there's no bad mothers out here. 100%, I can name you 10 off the back. <laughs> Bros. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to keep it real, I can name you 10 off the back, I can name you 10 off the back, you know what I mean? So. It's, it's, it's a bad statement. It's a bad statement, man. It's a bad, bad statement. Yeah, it's, it's gender, gender politics is so dangerous right now because... You know, so, what happened with the whole Me Too movement when that jumped off, right? Mm. Understandable why it needed to be a thing. But you're taking um, things that happened within a, a very specific subset of society that is not accessible to the average person and projecting out to the whole of rest of society is dangerous because that power dynamic that guys like Harvey Weinstein and their man there had over mm-hmm. these women doesn't exist for the rest of us, right? Absolutely. And then this phrase came out that is the most dangerous thing I've ever heard, which is believe all women. Fuck no. 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 That, that, no. No. No, 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 no. Listen. You listen to all women. Can't you don't just believe that in anything that anybody says, because act like people haven't been locked up on fake rape games. Oh, that's not happened. Bro, I just say Brian Banks. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Banks, bro. Right, that's it. That shit there. Like, remember we speaking about a couple weeks ago? Mm-hmm. That shit there. Like, that was just hearsay. <laughs> that's it. That's what it was. It was hearsay. Like, and I heard about this shit a few years ago that some women were doing. Ain't this the dirtiest shit you ever heard, Case? Listen to this. It became a thing that some women would go and meet, like, one of these, I don't know, let's say, for example, who was hoeing in these streets? James Harden. Yeah. In a hotel room. Go and meet him in a hotel room, stay the night, or a quick thing and then leave. But, afterwards, they would take a roofie themselves. Yes, I'm saying so it matches up on the timeline. That's just disgusting. So that when they do, when they get a blood test after making this accusation, there's the drug in the system. Yeah, and it matches the timeline. Who does that? I, I just, like, the thought process into doing stuff like that is, is, is the biggest question of it all. You know what I mean? To sit there and say, you know what? I'm going to make a quick morning. This is what I'm going to do. And you know what I mean? And for people to endorse it and say, that's a good idea. You know, no, your bro. No. And I'm not one for defending celebrities because I don't care about celebrities more than the average guy walking on the street. But I listened to an Eddie Griffin interview where he said something that made a lot of sense, right? And it had to do with um, the Bill Cosby situation. Yeah. You're saying, like, think about it. In the 70s, 80s, anybody who had money, whether you're a celebrity or not, if you had money, you were doing coke. 
partying, doing coke, heavy, right? Killer Mike talks about he used to sell, uh, his mom, sorry, used to sell cocaine to Dominique Wilkins' wife in Atlanta. So anybody that had money was doing cocaine, including clean living Bill Cosby, right? Bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> one well-known antidote for a cocaine high at the time was this thing called Quaaludes, right? Right. What has he been accused of giving all these women? Quaaludes. Yeah, Quaaludes. Now, the whole date rate thing, what Eddie Griffin said that made me think was this. 30-something women, right, all going to meet a known married man in a hotel room. What's about to happen? I know what's about to happen. They know what's about to happen. Let's, let's not make this about a celebrity or not. No, Any no. woman right now who's about to go and meet a known married man in a hotel room, what's about to happen? It, what it are you going to the hotel room for? It, it doesn't even have to, bro. The fact that it's, it's a hotel room, minute, you're meeting someone at a hotel room, you know what's going to happen. You're not there to have tea cakes and tea, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, we, we heard about it on the last dance, didn't we? Cocaine, weed, and women. Yeah. 100%. Right. So, I'm not saying that anybody's lying. I'm just saying I smell a rat. Bro, with that whole Bill Cosby conspiracy, everybody know that, obviously, oh, there's many ways of looking into that situation. And I just feel like that just comes under uh, uh, the typical topic of EOP, Enemy of Progress, bro. Like, this guy wanted to do things, and there was red tape all over it. Like, there was red tape all over it. Yeah, like I mean, you, you know what I'm like, I don't ever just believe a story when it comes out. Like, nah. I gotta check it out. Bro, the guy wanted to buy a network channel. And then after that... <laughs> but not even just all that. Like, the first thing that happened... His son got murdered, bro. Hmm. Or are we forgetting about that? That's what most people do, isn't it? Like, obviously, some other things still spotlight on it. They really did not want this man to come up. <laughs> so, bro, I'm telling you, they didn't want him. The guy's worth money. Everybody knows he's got what he's own. He owns. He's worth a lot of money, which he's earned over his year, over his period. Cosby Show was a gold man. Everybody knows that. Anyone that grew up on that knows what the Cosby Show was about. Let me tell you the next person they're gonna go after, big man team. It's Tyler Perry. Oh yeah. Now he's on the studio. Oh, they're coming yeah. after him hard, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because now he's got the platform to do things so much bigger than just these uh you know what I mean, targeting a particular audience for this movie. Bro, no 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 no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> This Boris Johnson character is out here talking about every single father will understand what Dominic Cummings did. I certainly do. What does do. this man know about being a father, bro? Oh, man's just new to this game at four. How old is he now? 50 what? Bro, he, he's a deadbeat dad and he's talking about I certainly do, bro. He's got enough kids that he denies. Enough, you know. <laughs> this is the calm alone of British politics, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you that know, know, innit? Oh my goodness, bro. These guys don't even respect us anymore. <laughs> I certainly do. Wow, bro. 
This guy left his wife to be with his baby mother and he's talking about I certainly do. Yo, Greg. Yo, yo. I think that football's about to start back, bro. I heard that, but... What do you think about Troy Deeney, though? Who? No, Troy Deeney, Watford no, captain. He said, no, I am not on it. Bro, I'm only joking. I know Troy Deeney's obviously because he just he hurt my team in it when we got beat by them. I, I know you Liverpool fans are salty, bro. High blood pressure in that. Um, I think I think what did he he made a statement the other day didn't he saying that he's not going back is he He said he's not going back if they start the season yeah Um, and I need you to answer for something because it was bare Liverpool fans like attacking the guy I think personally he's entitled to his own his own decision as every other player should be I know you're trying to run a business Football will easily, it will, it will always easily build itself back up. But you know, I mean, players' health um, is important. And if he wants to take that step to, uh, to to ensure that it is, I feel like he's within his right to do so. I, I'm not against it. I'm not against him. I, I, I'm absolutely not against him. You know, yeah, I, mean? I think he, any anyone in this situation that we're going through right now, as they're obviously trying to get back to some kind of normality you have to give them some kind of credence for how they're feeling if they don't feel quite up to it to go back into football right you know the mental don't, state don't what, good he, what good would he be if he's got that on the mind what good would he be yeah what good yeah, would what he be what I hate you know you, you, you like people piss me off like you lot are just stupid sometimes like I, this thing about always bringing up the money that footballers earn into an argument is dead you can't bring it up like you just come on man it's like any other sport like people earn stuff it's not it's how they've been valued in it like you're acting like they're sitting there saying yeah i'm valued it's how they've been valued in it and to be honest troy dini's probably not he's not even one of the bigger paying stars bro he's it, not it getting does, money it doesn't matter even if he was if he was cristiano ronaldo if he says i'm not on it he's not on it it doesn't matter how much he's earning stop doing that you know and you know where it comes from is there's Fans have this idea in their heads that they would play for free, right? You know, you've heard that sometimes. Yeah. I'd, I'd do it for free. Do you know why you think that? Because you have no idea what it takes to be at the top of a profession. No, your don't. average, your average Premier League footballer or your average NBA player or your average baseball player, right? He is better at that sport more often than not than the best person you know at anything else bro I've, I've seen the kind of pre-season and stuff in all of these sports that they go through you know what I mean and you probably have you know like with basketball and, and stuff like that and even NFL and what you've seen what they go through to yeah. be at the level they're at bro and that's not something that any commoner can do bro like literally no chance no way I'm telling you right now Case like this is I say this with all seriousness and I'm not being disrespectful to anybody's profession but whoever it is the best plumber that you know right now is not as good at plumbing as an average uh, American football player is at that no so stop talking about how much they earn they earn what they do what they do first of all because they're experts at it and because they generate this money you don't earn what you don't generate I'm sorry. That, you know what I mean? 
they go out there, they, they, they sell a shirt, they make two or seven million off making shirts. Well, you, you're, you're a cash cow, isn't it? It's your brand now, isn't it? It's your brand, it's your name. Yeah, and put your money where your mouth is, all you people that like to complain about this. If you don't like how much footballers earn, stop going. Stop watching it on TV. Stop buying shirts. Stop all football involvement. Then they'll earn less. I bet yeah. you won't. I bet you won't, though. <laughs> I bet you won't, though. <laughs> Now I, I stand by Troy Deeney, like, Liverpool fan, even whatever. Um, yeah, he's within his right. Yeah, if but why was, it, why was it primarily Liverpool fans abusing him, bro? Bro, because obviously what happened, didn't it, when we took the L. But you know what? At the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, realistically, that one L weren't going to affect, affect the season. Like, invincible season, yeah, but it weren't going to affect the season. Um, there's no point. If he, he can't be playing with a broken mind, bro. Uh, you know what I mean he has to be right and if he's not in the right mind frame of mind then you've got to leave him and respect him they're going to find the hell out of him and force him to play you did have to find the shit out of me they're going to have to they're going to find the shit out of him they will find a way to find the shit out of him you know what I mean but you'll you be surprised that, that his stand for what he stands for the backing that he will get from so many people because of it like you don't want to take that on you don't want to take that on I, well, I agree with him if you don't want to play don't play um I know that what's his name was doing it as well, uh, Rose, Danny Rose, and he's got an approach where they're saying that they're using them as guinea pigs and stuff like that. Um, it's not even a yeah. guinea pig thing. It's uh, what did he say? He said, "I don't care about the nation's morale. I am not responsible for the nation's morale, blood." No, he's not. It's a job, just like anyone else. It's a job. Beautiful. What about the morale of the players? And you know what? The nation's morale bond the nation because you know you, you, we've already spoken about this off wax. World Cup years. David Beckham makes one mistake. This guy's being burnt. Everybody's getting cursed. Like what the hell? Wayne Rooney, one red, one mistake. They never forgot it. Nah, man, screw your morale. Uh, I'm telling you now, we I think sports in itself give the, the the supporters way too much power anyway. Yeah, and it's the easiest thing in the world to be a sports fan. You can say and feel anything you want, and there are no consequences of a result behind it. You don't have to worry about how someone you know is mentally psychologically before performing how do they do in practice that week how do i get the best out of this player all you have to worry about is going to the game having a beer chatting shit and then going home after that's all you have to worry about and they expect the athletes to come out with the best state of mind taking all this abuse and freaking out and it and just get on with it they, they expect them to have tough skin bro i bred cantona to this day for jumping into the crowd and showing man well going Bro, you know what? It showed that he didn't like what was being said. And, and you know what? Respect to him, bro. Yeah, because <laughs> you know people will chat the wickedest chat if they think they're going to oh, be yeah. unchecked. Because they think that when there's so much people in the stadium that you can't hear shit, bro. Mob mentality, you know, it? Bro, they tested, man. He heard you. Like, you got what was coming to you, innit? It's unethical in football, in, for footballers, 100% because they're meant to be held at a higher class. But... Why? Why? Any other person on the Why road? Why held to higher class? Look at what happens in Parliament every week. These guys are acting like fucking baboons and like want to hold footballers to a higher class. No, nah, we're not doing that. Bro, you know what I mean? But think about it. If you take, if you took Eric Cantona and just put him on the street as a normal person, uh, it's just normal stuff, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? It's just normal stuff. 
he abused him, he heard you, you got what's coming to you. You know what like, I mean? You know, my, my favorite example of this, in football anyway, Scott Brown, he's he's about that life, play for Celtic. He's about that. He, yeah. He's a hooligan himself. Yeah. All yeah. you man in the stands that talk to him like that during the game, I bet you try. You would never try a thing in the streets with him because he he's definitely one of them guys. Catch a fade, bro. Catch a fade. <laughs> Malice in the Palace, one of my favorite events ever. Man. I bet I bet them man learned how to act that day. Telling you, bro. That was, you know what? I was watching it the other day. That was, that was, that was wicked. <laughs> oh, that was of wicked. all people, you know, that was just the perfect sequence of events. Of all people, they chose to throw that beer at it was Ron Artest. That was wicked. Like you can hear the abuse now, nah, bro. Man said, "This is what time it is, bro. Like, forget that. Y'all get banned, but I'm still a pro. You know what I'm saying? Like, why him? Of all people, why, why Ron Artest? He, well, he's the guy that was going to do some shit like that. Right, but you know how bad it got when you got man like Jermaine O'Neal getting involved. Jermaine O'Neal, bro. Like, <laughs> Jermaine O'Neal had a little bit of that in him. Don't forget he was one of the jailblazers. Right, but still, like, his persona was his chill, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, did, did you hear that nickname for that team? Jailblazers. Fucking hell, bro. That's how you know they were crud. Let me say in it, you messaged man certain man too much. Who else was, who else would have been like that in the league? Uh Latrell Sprewell. Well, obviously the other guy who went into the stands, Steve Jackson. Yeah. Latrell Sprewell. Anthony Mason. Anthony yo, listen, oh, Anthony, Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason would have gone to the changing room, come back with a strap and banged it. He's, he's, he's been on crud though. Like Anthony Mason is he, he's he's so aggressive, bro. Like hundred percent. Them man there, right? Them man there. Like, look at the man this stature for a ball player. Charles Oakley. Something Dennis like... Rodman. Oh my god. Bro, I say Beasley, even Michael Beasley, bro. On crunch. Let me say what? What's his name? Marcus Smart. He did it in college, didn't he? Yeah, he's on crunch, bro. You can see he's on crunch, bro. No, bro. it actually happened in college, I think. He was at uh, either Texas or. So, or another Texas school that that's not University of Texas. Some fan, no Oklahoma. Yeah. Some fan was chatting to him in the stands. Oh my god! Like first row under the basket. Can't yeah. remember what his mentor said. Marcus Mark was like, "What? Yo, come here, blood!" Jumped in, scrapped with him right there and then. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was a college game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just imagine someone had thrown that cup at Dennis Rodman. Can't stop certain people in that world, like. You know, I think slightly on crud, but don't he don't well like he is. Like, I think LeBron's slightly on crud as well. Like, Isn't this the same guy, top of his voice, whole of the arena heard him, shut the fuck up to his mum. Bro, he's on stuff enough. <laughs> that guy's slightly on stuff enough. Like, you see when you see when you know it's been in, in games that like, when certain man come up to me kinda like Brush them off like, yeah, you don't want this. He's like, nah, nah, you don't want this. The other guy who I wouldn't want it with, just, you know how someone knows that they know how to act because they've got a certain image to portray and people are relying on them? Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin will fuck you up. He's too silent to be not violent, bro. He's too silent not to be violent. That man, they're just born strong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, certain man in the league used to pick on him because they knew that he knew he can't afford to get kicked out of games. He was born. Bro, if it comes down to it, bro, uh-uh, 
Nah. <laughs> He's from the country. Don't get it twisted. He's from the country. No, Pia, a lot of people don't know that he had a brother in the league as well, isn't it? Ah, uh, they drafted the brother as a favorite to him, bro. Is it Taylor? Taylor Griffin? Phoenix Suns drafted him? Yeah. They, nah, it's, it's, that's not a Brooke and Robin Lopez situation there, bro. Taylor was a pound. Or the Darcel brothers. Or the Darcel brothers. Or the Currys. That was the funniest thing, the Castle brothers. Like, when the... The power to LA trade happened. Obviously, Marcus all went the other way from LA to Memphis, and everyone was saying that Memphis were robbed in that trade. Turns out that Marcus is probably the better of the two. Hmm. How does it happen, bro? First of all, you got two seven footers in the same family. Well, that's nice. That's and nice. they're both actually like nice with it. They're nice. They're both nice. Like, I, for be honest, they're, they're both nice. I think. Uh, Mark probably got a better jump shoot, shooting game, isn't it? He's got a better shooting game, hasn't he? I, I just think Mark's a better player overall. He's a better defender. Powell don't really play defense like that at no. all. Um, Mark, good passer. Can we just talk about how good Mark Russell is? Like, defensive player of the year, NBA champion, world champion. Yeah, he's clean, man. He's clean. Right. I'm sure he's got a European championship as well. Probably. Um, Olympic silver medal. I'm wait. I'm waiting for Spain to win their gold medal one day, bro. I don't know if that's gonna happen. Well, you know what? After the 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 gold, the world, the, was it the World Cup? Was it the World Cup in yeah. China? After that, people are liking their chances now. But then again, it's a Polish team, bro. You yeah, they're, my yeah, they're not putting out a strong team and shit. You know what I'm saying? The person I was happiest for in that team was Ricky Rubio, bro. This guy's been on the scene, and they, yeah. they went, he went through a period of everyone just disrespecting him for no reason. I like Ricky Rubio. Don't forget, this guy was 17 years old guarding Jason Kidd at the Olympics. He's a good player, man. I like Ricky Rubio, man. Smart yeah, man. player. Smart, very smart player. He was, he's been a pro since he was 14, bro. Think about that. Yeah, look at that. Not okay. even Luka Doncic was pro at that age. Nah, but what Doncic has d- achieved in his in his career so far is actually been quite deep. Oh no, hundred percent. Like, what was he, Euroleague MVP at age eighteen? What he's achieved so far? Um, European Championship with Slovenia at seventeen. Maybe he just turned eighteen. Uh, he, he had a good like two year run at Real Madrid yeah can you imagine the league without the European what that game the league would be like so it's for me people haven't understood how good the European game has become because of you know obviously what things were like with the dream team up to now yeah that's all they know about European basketball is the guys who come over here with um, even up to I say 2010 yeah. you were more likely to draft a big man European than a guard European right yeah, absolutely yeah but as soon as the guard started getting nice now they're starting to recognise them yeah yeah and they're actually causing serious problems for these American guards and you know why that is mm. it's only because of what's between the ears because yeah. like if you watch 
an American high school basketball game, right? And you see two pick and rolls. That's a lot. Whereas these kids grew up doing pick and roll since they were twelve. Yeah. The whole the whole aspect of the the development of the game here and the development well the get the development of the game in Europe compared to America it's always different though they they're always two steps ahead with the shit that they used to develop like you know what I mean and I was talking to who was I talking to talking to Junior Williams about it one time this is way back and obviously he was saying that I went to one of these camps and you know what I mean the kids were learning you see them everyone was doing basic layups they were learning reverse layups and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So advanced, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm thinking, you know what? That's the difference, you know? That's the difference in quality. The stuff that they learn is more on the technical side, while in America, I believe it's more on the athletic side. You know what I mean? It is, and the good part about what they do in America is multi-sport, like, you know, or at least traditionally it is. You're starting mm. to see a, a little bit more specialization in recent years, where, you know, it's four you play football winter basketball spring baseball summer something else you know what i'm saying so they get a a wide range of skills and by playing so many sports you you will develop athletically but in europe they they know like some some people call it hot housing i don't know how accurate that term is but it's skill 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 i was talking to a good friend of my uh, Barney shout out to Barney Blake Sussex Storm um, and we we're talking about under 12s like I want to be teaching under 12s how to do for example a one hand hook pass yeah from early because that's going to be a key skill once you start introducing pick and roll basketball to them that's a very key pass that they're going to have to be able to make start yeah. that early and let them mess it up early and then put their own little touch on it whatever and figure it out as they go along there's nothing wrong with them not being able to do it properly at that age yeah. because they're learning but we're always afraid of that because at the end of the day everyone wants to go wherever they go on Saturday and win their game like mm. that's the most important thing with 10, 11 year olds don't care yeah let them go on and have fun and practice things that you know are going to be relevant for them as they go forward. And if it's not, they're not getting it down right now, you keep practicing. That's the thing. It's the 10,000 hour theory, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Right, so we have to move away from this culture of, you know, don't get me wrong, it's fun, you enjoy it when you're there, like going to Final Fours and stuff like that, obviously. But at the end of the day it doesn't really matter because I can tell you right now Final Fours group I had two years ago how many of them are still playing today I know there's five that aren't not playing at all yeah so that then ultimately becomes the pinnacle of their careers you know what I'm saying yeah I hear you man (coughs) so obviously when you compete yes you want to win but don't make it about that final win everything you do on the way up to their matters are you are you able to look at a kid and say where they're going to be in five years time no stop doing that stop projecting kids so far ahead down the road five years is a long time you know it is a long time it is a long time so give them everything they would need just in case oh Greg um as we're speaking about youth basketball, did you see the results they put out for the uh, ABL? 
Northern National School Finals. So yeah, it was EABL, WEABL, ABL, and all the schools finals. Listen, I'm not a fan of what they did, but I understand why they did it. But I, I would not. That's not the road I'd have gone to. I'd have just called it where it was. Yeah. Co-champions. Because let me tell you what's gonna happen, and it's already started. The back and forth bullshit talk that you're gonna get. That's exactly what's gonna come with it. Exactly. That's already started. But we'd have clipped him if we. And then the other side comes out, should I be doing it? Yeah, but you're never going to find out because that team is never going to have that group again. That team is never going to have that group again. And you're just going to be chatting wet yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What happens now? Let me see. Listen, let me catch any of these men putting up banners talking about cold champions in 2019, 2020. Kidding me, cold champions. Let me catch any of you doing that, bro. Yeah. And I get it, you know, people want closure, but it's you know not the same as the national leagues where you had, you know, promotion and relegation situations that had to be figured out. It's not the same as that. It's not the yeah. same as with box and stuff like that. Once you're in playoffs, there has to be a game played. Otherwise, it didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, we were all in the. I mean, even for me, obviously with the university, obviously we were quite disappointed to them to turn around and, res- and, and make a decision of no relegation or promotion especially when we went so hard but yeah, it is what it is you know what I mean uh, we still got eight, but, nah. we're still a you know what I mean yeah, yeah and you know like you have to be careful stuff like that like if you look at it like for example let's look at our situation with Spinners if we say assuming we made it to the stage where we meet Nobody at North Ants would have been able to tell me that we'd have beaten you. And they wouldn't want to hear me say that. They're not listening to it. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you can't tell me shit. I can't tell you shit. Now what? We're yeah. never going to know. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a, you're just creating a situation for unnecessary conversation. Look, we, we recognize your achievement of getting to the final. It's not easily done, especially in the academy leagues and stuff like that. Um, national schools, all that. You know, but... For me, 2019, 2020, vacant. I mean, I guess they can just see it as, as, as clubs in itself, um, putting the title aside or whatever. They could just look at it and say it was it was a good season. It was a successful, it was a successful season. You know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily have to be titled. You just work on it, innit? You move on. And like you said, most of the players or some of the players ain't going to be there for the next year. So Yeah. And you would have had a successful season if you'd have played the final and lost. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's not the be all and end all you know what I'm saying of yeah. course you want to win but success isn't only for one team no no it's where you start and where you finish you know it's mad I hear that all the time like there's only ever one champion at a time this isn't boxing bro there's only ever one champion at one time does that mean everybody else is a failure no it's not how it works because it doesn't not in the play <laughs> that's never mind you're thinking but you know we like to surround ourselves Greg, with people that think above and beyond and outside the box. That's how it's got to be, bro. Like you, you need to be constantly challenging yourself, challenging others, others challenging you. Otherwise, you're not growing, bro. Not growing, bro. Yeah. Well, this has been good today. Um, have you got any uh, shout-outs today? Any, uh, any other business? Anything that you want to give anyone props for? Oh man, you know, it's, it's, it's not a lot happened this week, you know, it's just been 
I've just been getting a lot of paperwork done and stuff like that. So, yeah. but again, I'm, I'm small businesses. I'm here for you, bro. I support you lot. And if, if you guys have anything, send it through. Absolutely. Um, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm, I'm in my love, Jones, man. I need some basketball, indoor basketball, as soon as possible, bro. Like literally. I know I'm like old and shit. <laughs> bro, me hear you. <laughs> Hey, I want to play. I want to play. <laughs> I want to play. You be on that playing hype, bro. Bro, your you knees. Don't... What, listen, when your knees give out on you properly, because they're halfway there, when they give out on you properly, come chat to man. Yo, man, I'm don't I, like, I'm not. I'm not under any illusion that they're not on their way out now. Because every time I get up, bro, I'm hearing that. <sighs> yeah. Man, like, I'm, you know, you know, every getting, other step. Bro, do you know how I be getting up now? I be rolling down, rolling on the floor. <laughs> rolling on the floor and, and helping things to climb up. Like, I don't like hearing that sound, man. It's annoying, man. Absolutely. This is what I'm saying. Like, I know someone who literally, his wife, watched him roll out of bed to go to the shower. How, like, holding things together. And she literally stood over him like, what are you doing? Why do you still play? Don't and then he was you. like, you know what, you're right. It'll happen soon enough, man. But um, just a quick shout. Obviously, my sister um, does what we call. She does these cups. Uh, we call them glam cups. And basically, it's a customized cup for you. So you get a lot of people that go carnival and these uh, soaker rays, basket rays that want to drink out of their own cup. Um, she does these things called glam cups. You can check it out on Instagram. It's called Glam underscore cups and she does all these custom stuff with different designs um different styles bits of shiny stuff and glitter and glam all of that stuff there um a bit of uh all these little water cups for kids um costumes custom shoes you name it she does it hit her up listen all you festival man you better invest in one of these cups bro because you're gonna be getting yourself drugged out here bro <laughs> I'm telling you, but that that is a fear of mine. I am not playing around with these kind of situations, you know. I might be invested for myself still. Yeah, so you know what I mean, like I said, isn't it for those people like you know what I mean, even if you do a little jogging and stuff like that and you want your own customer, when you go to basketball and you gotta give them a cup to someone else, you don't have to get it too loud, but you can get something done. Um it's it's good. Um if you're if you, you like that kind of stuff, check it out, speak to her, you know what I mean? She does a very good service and a very good uh uh, good prices so yeah hit her up man that's glam underscore cups on instagram alright man check that out like I said I need to be getting myself one of them you know especially post covid I'm not trying to be sharing my cup with none of you niggas oh you know that funny thing is that you know with certain men you can't drink from certain men in a bro. I'm telling you now have you ever been in a situation like for me I just, I'm not going to call no names but when man certain man drink from your bottle you're like have it <laughs> bro 100% just might be lipsing up your whole thing, you know. Or you just like keep it, bro. It's it's not a thing in it. <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? Lipsing up your whole thing, nah, nah. Ten, get side that, you know. You just like just just keep it, like, keep it. Yeah, it's nah. Like patting yourself. If you're one of those guys. If you don't know the friend that does that, it's you, bro. Just keep it. Exactly, exactly. Nah, just keep it, man. Nah, I see, man. You know, let me looking at man's mouth. I've got the, the adrenaline mucus. 
You know, in the corners of man's mouth, it's just bare white. Oh, nah. I love it. <laughs> I don't love Yo, there's a man like that that don't... And the thing is, they don't... Re- why don't we realise this is happening, bro? Like, you can't feel the cotton mouth coming there. Yeah, I mean, blood. First thing you do when your mouth's feeling dry, what do you do? You take your fingers and you just wipe the sides, isn't it? Like, man, don't feel it, though. Man be like, yeah, man, it's cool, and you've seen it. Ah, you know what? It's looking like one crackhead, you know. (laughs) Oh shit! Hey, but yo, bro, enjoyed this one, yeah. Yeah, man, it's been wicked, man. Absolutely, once again, bro, once again. As you you know, what? Let me see if you remember the thing. Do the wrap up real quick. The the what? Do the wrap up real quick. Yo guys, it's been a pleasure, absolutely, you know what I mean, um, catch us again next week, um, hit us up, like, share, subscribe, you know what I mean, you got me, that's our development case, you got them man, yeah I've lost it already, them <laughs> <laughs> man underscore pod, pod underscore cast, I don't come on bro, I'm going to get it right, I'm going to get it right, oh, I'm going to pick the release one, we'll keep trying, we'll keep trying, at them and their underscore pod, myself at Coach MGM, at Development Case. You know where we are. You know how the thing's set, man. We appreciate having you guys hanging out with us every time. We definitely enjoy what we're doing, man. You, you're helping us fill a lot of time in these lockdown times, bro. Yeah, man. Wicked, man. Absolutely. Man. But yo, them and their with Greg and Case. We salute you. See ya there. <laughs>